If everywhere you look in the crypto markets, you're hearing the same thing, such as abandon ship, then you really should be paying attention to the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch. It's news you can use. Computer scientists and academics are pursuing efforts to stop crypto lobbying in the USA. Adoption is rising among lower earning and unbanked adults. And Russia may start using crypto to avoid Western sanctions. Hey everybody, it's Nathan with your BitMart Daily Crypto Watch for this June 1st of 2022. Got some cool headlines today, so why don't we just dig right in? Anti-crypto technology experts have recently urged United States lawmakers to resist the influence of pro-crypto lobbying efforts. Bruce Schneier, a lecturer at Harvard, reportedly said that blockchain advocates' claims are not true. He added that the technology is not secure and not really decentralized. According to Schneer, systems where you can lose your life savings when you forget your password are not a safe system. Along with other computer scientists and academics, Schneer signed a letter criticizing crypto and blockchain and sent it to U.S. lawmakers in Washington. Software developer Stephen Deal supports the idea and also signed the letter. Deal noted that the letter is an effort for counter-lobbying since crypto supporters only say what they want to the politicians. Within the letter, the signatories claim that cryptos are risky, flawed, and unproven digital financial instruments. The academics attempted to dissuade regulators from supporting the efforts of pro-crypto lobbyists to create a regulatory safe haven for crypto. The efforts to combat crypto lobbying came amid the growth of lobbyists representing crypto in 2018 to 2021, according to data from Public Citizen. Apart from lobbyists, the budget spent on crypto lobbying also grew from 2.2 million to 9 million during those years. Just yesterday, the U.S. Federal Reserve published a study that examined the potential effects of central bank digital currencies, also known as CBDCs, on the implementation of U.S. monetary policies. The study highlighted scenarios that could happen in the event that a CBDC is implemented. Meanwhile, analysts expressed varying opinions on the U.S. Federal Reserve's quantitative tightening that's scheduled to start on Wednesday. Pav Hundal, executive at SwiftFax Exchange, told Cointelegraph that this may have a negative impact on the crypto markets. On the other hand, Nigel Green, the CEO of DeVere Group, thinks that it may have a minimal impact. Unbanked and lower-income individuals embrace crypto. Transactional cryptocurrency usage may be taking root in the U.S., which could benefit those with lower incomes or the unbanked, per a Federal Reserve bank report. The Economic Well-Being of U.S. Households in 2021 report surveyed 11,874 participants of all ages, incomes, ethnicities, and educational levels to find out how crypto was being used. It found that 12% of adults held or used cryptocurrencies in the prior year. 11% of adults held cryptocurrency as an investment, 2% of adults used cryptocurrency to buy something or make a payment, and 1% used it to send money to friends and family. The most eye-opening data point about cryptocurrency usage is who's using it. Traditionally, cryptocurrency users have primarily been 26 to 45-year-old white males with white-collar jobs, such as a lawyer or an accountant. This study has revealed that this group mostly uses cryptocurrency to invest. Additionally, the data indicated that 46% of those using cryptocurrencies only for investment had an income of $100,000 a year or more. 99% of those investing in cryptocurrency but not using it for transactions had a bank account. The picture looks very different when it comes to cryptocurrency transactions overall. Nearly 6 in 10 
adults who used cryptocurrencies for transactions had an income of less than $50,000. 13% of those who used cryptocurrency for transactions lacked a bank account, compared with 6% of adults who did not use cryptocurrency. 27% of transactional cryptocurrency users did not have a credit card, exceeding the 17% of non-users without a credit card. However, the tides may be turning. The trend of lower-earning adults and unbanked or underbanked adults using cryptocurrency for tra transactions highlights something in the U.S. that resembles developing countries. Cryptocurrency may allow these adults to access financial services and opportunities that otherwise would not be available to them. Cryptocurrency is often touted as a way to promote financial equality. It's easier to access if users have an internet access and a connected device. Users generally don't need a bank account to access cryptocurrencies. Transactions and movements of the digital assets are cheaper than other financial products. Cryptocurrency may aid in the storage of value, especially in regions that face hyperinflation. In developing countries, these benefits have been listed as potentially helping to establish financial equity, but they haven't been yet recorded as already occurring. This report seems to indicate that they are already happening in developed countries like the U.S. The Russian government is willing to consider allowing the use of cryptocurrency for international payments, Reuters recently reported, and moving forward with that idea could help the country blunt the impact of Western sanctions imposed on Moscow. Quote, In principle, we do not object to the use of cryptocurrency in international transactions, the first deputy governor of the Central Bank of the Russian Federation said on Tuesday. The central bank had previously called for a ban on cryptocurrencies and in December reportedly held talks with market players and experts about prohibiting cryptocurrency investment to limit financial stability risks. Russia in April estimated the size of its crypto market at 10 trillion rubles, which is approximately $160 million. Allowing cryptocurrency for the settlement of international payments would help Russians mitigate the impact of Western sanctions imposed on Moscow for its invasion of Ukraine in late February, the finance ministry said last week, according to the report. The EU, the US, and other allies cut off Russia's access to its more than $600 billion of foreign currency reserves and shut out Russian banks from SWIFT, the international financial messaging system. Banks now have ample foreign currency liquidity, reducing overall risks from the sanctions to financial stability. But the Bank of Russia still sees the use of cryptocurrency within the country as a financial threat. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT related, available wherever you get audio content. It is a non-fungible experience that your ears will not soon forget. It also pairs perfectly with the release of BitMart's NFT marketplace on June 6th, and current users can sign up for an exclusive NFT airdrop using the link in the show notes. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines? Make sure to go and sign up at bitmart.com with our promo code BSMART so that we know you're a listener, and that link is also down in the show notes. Your daily dose of crypto news is always available on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram as a graphic. Remember to follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.